After the summer break, we head back. Will Alton Park alter the championship? Hello and welcome back to the British Touring Car Podcast. Again, joined today by Russell. And we are looking forward to a new weekend of racing at Alton Park. It's the furthest north I'll have ever been. <laughs> really? Yes. You've never been to Scotland? No. Oh. Excellent. Not, well, it has as a bonnie wee lass and to Wales, I suppose, as a bonnie wee lad rather than lass. But, I mean, I don't remember going. So this will be the furthest north I will actually hopefully remember. Yeah, this is certainly the furthest north that I will have ever travelled for racing. Um, and it will be the first time that we've both been to Alton Park for mm. racing. I've been there for a track day before, um, and it's very picturesque. Um, but it, it always brings up good racing as well, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a good circuit, Alton Park. It's got a lot to it, a lot of dips, a lot of bends, a lot of... Uh, overtaking places and a couple of straights as well it really does have everything and as you say all set in picturesque surroundings of lakes and forests etc etc uh, we are going late on the Sunday as in racing is starting late on the Sunday not until 12 o'clock the first race or it might be 5 past 12 but around that time uh, so you've got a bit of a morning to yourselves and then have a nice leisurely breakfast can't we indeed a nice little stroll around the circuit and yeah. then we've got action packed races coming thick and fast uh, before and at last they've decided to put a race after the touring cars which will hopefully help with congestion because leaving Brands Hatch wasn't fun. Yeah I've got a feeling that leaving Alton Park could be an issue if it weren't for that last race coming in afterwards. I think it's the Ginettas that we've got after the touring yeah, cars. Juniors, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah located in Cheshire uh, 12 corners a circuit length of 2.23 miles made its debut all the way back in 1960 um, and some sort of like famous corners you've got the run down to Cascades, which yep. is the left-hander at the bottom of the hill, down to the Island Bend hairpin, where you come up over Hilltop, down towards Hislops and Nickelbrook, up through Clay Hill, again that elevation change is key to this circuit really, and then through the double right-hander at Druids, and then coming down into the final corner at Lodge before you uh, drive up through Deer's Leap over the start-finish line. It's yeah. a, a challenging circuit at points, isn't it? It's a very challenging circuit. Obviously, there's three iterations that can uh, race yes. at Orn Park. We are at the island circuit. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the hairpin. There is a, a layout without the, without the island bends a hairpin. There's also a layout where that it's island bend sort of extends around yeah. the lake. So we're at sort of the, the midpoint, as you say, 2.23 miles of racing. Uh, in terms of qualifying lap records, Jason Plato, of all people, is the holder. I always find these really interesting. So you look at the dates these were set. So Jason Plato in 2015 set mm. a qualifying lap record of 1 minute 25.484. Um, that's not been better than six years. Well, five years, possibly this weekend. And then in racing, Colin Turkerton from 2019 holds the lap record of a 1 minute 26.204. Uh, why do you think it is that we get, the, particularly the qualifying records, that they we've seen a couple of them now where they are a couple of years old is there any obvious reason for that I, I know what you're what you're wanting me to say here I think it's they aren't as allowed to use the outer limits of the track as much and I think if more nowadays you'll get penalised for going wide and so they're, they're driving within the limit rather than over the limit and trying to get away with it so it's not a case of more powerful cars and we've moved into a, a less powerful area it's, it is perhaps track limits I don't think so because these are still the NGTC 
two two litre engines, aren't they? That we're looking at. Maybe that might change from next year going on with the hybrid power coming on, having that electric motor in there to give that instant acceleration coming out of the corner. But I think the engine regulations have changed very little in this time, and it's it's mainly down to aero changes that we'd be looking at, and also the the changes within the tracks and the rules and regulations in that. Fair enough. Uh, looking back at last year, uh, Rory Butcher took race one's win after Josh Cook was disqualified. It was a wet race. Carl uh, Bordley went off into the gravel on the warm-up lap. Yeah, yep. I remember that. Uh, which caused quite a big delay because of barrier damage. Um, but they managed to get that back up and running. And then in the wet conditions, Josh Cook won. But as a usual bugbear of mine, <laughs> failed the ride height because water damages cars. Yep. which annoys me greatly but I've spoken about that at great length I think I wrote an article about it last year as well it does annoy me but it is what it is um, that gave Roy Butcher the win uh, taking second place in that uh, in race one was Dan Camish yep you're absolutely right thank you with Jake Hill in third so the usual sort of players yep yep Sutton also took a win that weekend in race two, followed up with Roy Butcher in second, um, and Colin. Colin in third. He, Colin had a really solid weekend here last year, yeah, yeah. Um, taking a fourth, a third, and a second, gradually improving. Um, could we see the same sort of thing from BMW this weekend? For if, me... If you look towards the tyre test, you might struggle. Yeah, but it was wet. The tyre yeah. test was wet, and I, I think that whilst... I have made one of my predictions which we'll come to based on the tyre test. I think we can't get too carried away with the tyre test given the conditions. I think that Colin historically goes well around here. Look at 2019 as well. Mm. This is a track that suits the BMW and the Honda. And it's, for that reason, it's difficult for me to look past either of those two. With, of course, Ash Sutton thrown in because you could have a race on the moon and Sutton would find a way of, of you know, competing. Uh, in race three last year, it was a, that's a cracker. Adam Morgan won that. It was a red flagged race. Mm. Um, but he managed to hold on. Colin Turkington swapped with Roy Bottom, who actually had a good weekend himself. Oliphant, Oliphant sorry. Oliphant, yeah. you're absolutely right. Never gave that position back, did he? No, I wonder if he might do that <laughs> this weekend. But um, yeah, Morgan did really well to hold on in the aged Mercedes, which was so slow in comparison to the two BMWs, and it was an absolute masterclass in defensive driving from Adam. Yeah, you mentioned the conditions last year were wet. They were also pretty damp in the tyre test, but this weekend we're looking like we're having... Having drier skies. Yeah, so on the weather front, it's going to be cool, it's going to be cloudy, but it's not looking as if it's going to rain. There's more chance of the rain on the Saturday. When I say more chance, I'm talking you know, still fairly low percentiles, according to the B guys at BBC. We're still taking the umbrella and stuff, though. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. the umbrella goes wherever we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's very little chance of rain. I'd be su- We might get a smattering in qualifying. I'd be surprised if we get any on the Sunday, but you know, we're looking two days away. Who knows? I, oh, what part does it need? rain to be exciting it's one of those tracks where it's going to be exciting whatever Um, so I'm not too worried if we get rain or not yeah very much looking forward to it and that umbrella is now famous remember it's been on TV it has been on TV I was quite shocked to see us on TV as have we (laughs) worth pointing out it wasn't just the umbrella (laughs) it's the umbrella rolling across the track (laughs) it was both of us on TV yes yes yes. and Uh, of course this weekend the man bun's gone I know so you'll be unrecognisable it'll be much cooler this weekend hopefully um, moving on now to some little news updates before we get into the main talk of what will be going on this weekend. We now have a driver that has filled the position at Team Hard that Lingetti unfortunately had to leave. Um, there was much speculation around who it could be with Gornall taking um, one of the test seats um, and also 
bushel on social media saying that he was trying to get sponsorship together to uh, have a touring car drive until the end of the season. Unfortunately, that wasn't able to come to fruition for him, and it is actually Jack Mitchell, who had a run out last time in the minis at Brands Hatch, that will be taking that team hard position. Um, he's a driver that has decent experience in motorsport. Mm-hmm. Um, he won the Ginetta Juniors back in the time when Lando Norris was racing. Yeah, he did. Um, so he's definitely got some speed about him. Yeah, absolutely. He's been a staple in the British GT series, um, taking the GT3 Silver Cup in 2017. Uh, and he also then took the GT4 championship the following season by uh, a point so he's used to being at the sharp end Um, he's sort of been in the GT3s and British GT for a while since then Um, obviously this is going to be his first introduction to the top top end tin tin top racing difficult to know what to expect we know the Cooper's good we know it's got speed we've seen it of Goff and to a lesser extent Aaron Taylor-Smith so I I wonder first of all how much time he's had to um, get used to the car, even just sitting in the car and working out how everything works and all the um, buttons and different things, and whether it will take him this whole weekend to just go, right, now I'm comfortable in the car, you can kick on for the rest of the season. I do think it's odd that Hard didn't put hit or rotate him, Bushel, and Gornall in the tyre test, knowing that there was going to be one of those three. They may not have been ready. Well, no, but you've now got a situation where you've got this lad coming in, mm-hmm. never racing the touring cars. Yep. You know, hard need to push on and you know push for podiums. Okay, Geddy wasn't doing that particularly, but you know, it it just seems that there was a good chance to have some testing. And you you're right. There's probably circumstances as to why that couldn't happen, but you know they've just had a, a chance to do some testing, and he's not turned a wheel for hard yet. Yeah, well, hopefully this weekend will turn out quite a lot different to last year um, for Team Hard, where they had significant amount of damage sustained to two of their cars. Um, and another one have a really poor weekend, if you remember. Well, yeah, I think both Nick and uh, Brown, Brown had to go to hospital. Yep. Um, I think that also wrote Nick's car off. He was unable to go to Knock Hill. Hill. Yep. Um, and, and Brown didn't compete again in the no. again season. So, so, I, and yeah. Goff started... Was that where Goff went on pole for the fi- final race? and was No, it was Bobby Thompson no, was who was Thompson, on pole. My yeah. apologies. Yep, apologies. Um, but... Let's hope that Team Hard have a better outing this time. I think Goff is fairly likely to score good, solid points this weekend. Yeah, I think so. um, Taylor Smith could be looking at sneaking into the points as well. Um, they had a fairly decent tyre test, didn't they? Again, without getting yeah. too much into it, but they did. And Goff's obviously looking like a really good driver this year. He's settled in that car. He's um, looking and very, po- very strong. The podium last time out will give him great confidence. Yeah, exactly. It's only going to help him moving forward. Um, and it's only going to be the catalyst for looking for more and it may be even trying to take a race win at this this year who do we expect the main protagonist to be this weekend then well i think it's hard to look past the bmw drivers and the honda i think as i said they've gone well here in the past i think this is really a big test now for ingram's title credentials uh, yeah didn't you say that last time out i did but look at the tracks they've been to their tracks that ingram's done well at traditionally and, and likes. I think this is a different kettle of fish. You look at the situation last year for uh, Accelerate here, a 10th and 11th and admittedly a 6th, a 9th and 14th and a 9th. Good results, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but they're not championship results. No. They're not going to win your championship scoring those points. But as we've already mentioned, they were in difficult conditions last year. They were, but I think this is a case now where we've had some tracks where Ingram is strong. This is a track where perhaps he's not as strong last year, 6th or 5th in retirement. Okay, mm. steady Eddie. 
he, yeah, I think you've got to accept that the BMWs and the Hondas are going to be quick here. So I think Ingram needs to be looking at three top six finishes for me. To, if he's going to be, for me, if he gets three top six finishes, I will fully 100% endorse he's now in a title uh, fight. Do, do you see him getting on the podium this weekend? No. Obviously, in the opening three rounds of the season, he's had uh, a podium or a win um, at each of the rounds. So do you see no. that continuing? No, in a word. Really? I, no, but I, I just think that this weekend there's going to be stronger cars ahead of him. I, th- I, th- look, I think he's doing really well in that car, and I think he's made it a competitive car. But when you look at, I mean, you've got three BMWs, Journey had a decent, has had a decent start to the season. You know, Brands, you know, it's not really his fault of Brands, and other than that, he's done, he's had decent time of it. Yeah. You know, Snetterton in particular. Oliphant is going to be full of confidence after Brands Hatch and looking for more wins. Turkton needs to find another couple of gears. He has to. I mean, this is also a massive weekend for Colin Turkton, not just Tom Ingram, but you kind of, if, if Turkton doesn't get back to form this weekend, he's probably out of the. He's what, 39 points behind in the championship at the moment? Yeah. You, you kind of he's got to make some ground this weekend yep. at a track where he should be strong at. Otherwise, you, you've got to start saying. Is he out of the titleship? Uh, is he out of the title contention? Yeah, I think he certainly has to outscore Sutton this weekend, which is always going to be a challenge. Well, and Cook, because Cook should go well here as well, I think. Yeah. And I, I don't genuinely believe Cook is in this title fight, as we've discussed on the other podcast. But yeah, Turkson needs to have a good weekend here. He definitely needs to score points in all three races. But I think he will, because I think the the BMW strong here. Shedden needs to do something that's not running to the back of somebody or ending up in a gravel pit. Robot will fancy a chance for another podium as well. I mean, yeah. And then, of course, BTC with Cook and uh, Proctor and, to a lesser extent, Jade, will be looking to score good points. I think they can score good points. So it's difficult with those to see where Colin... Uh, sorry, where Ingram outscores. Add to that, Jake Hill, uh, where, obviously, that car went well here last year with Very Rory well. Butcher. Very well here. And Jake Hill has had a disappointing... <clears throat> response to his opening three podiums at Thrux I think it's fair to say he's not kicked on quite as much as we perhaps hoped he would Could we see a surprise weekend from Ollie Jackson um, similar to what he'd done at Snetterton apart from obviously the retirement in race three could we see him up there scoring points in every race I think we need to yeah and I think they need him to as well for the team's championship um, I think you've got to look at the tracks where you expect to go well and this is a track where I'd expect the BMWs and Hondas to go very well with Decent showings for Ford and Sutton, and then anything after that, anything goes really. Um, I'm not expecting much from, for example, um, PowerMax this weekend. Do you, do you think this weekend will be the closest contested we've had so far? Then, because you're, you're naming all, obviously mm. all these different teams. You've got Laser Tools in there. You've got BMW. You've got the Hondas. See two different branches of the Honda team, and of course two of the BMWs in Chilton and Morgan. Yes, exactly. Morgan will be. Uh, feeling quite jubilant after his win at Browns Hatch. And this was Chilton's best weekend last year. Yeah. So, do you think this could be the closest and most competitive weekend we've had so far? Yeah, I certainly think it's probably the hardest to call because there are, for me, five cars, seven cars that are, you know, probably... Actually, my maths is terrible. Eleven yeah. cars that are probably <laughs> just that have that edge on the rest of the field but then pick a winner out of eleven drivers. For me... Quite realistically, nine of those could win a race. With, yeah. you know, two perhaps slightly more unlikely to do so. And then you've got Hartford for into the mix. So we had a good tyre test. I say I keep qualifying that with can't take too much away from the tyre test. But I think this is a really difficult weekend to call. Yeah, I do. 
Well, I'll be looking forward to the races. Looking forward to qualifying, although I think we might miss it on Saturday while we're travelling up. Stream um, it on the way down. Yeah, could do. Um, I think... Who would you say is favourite for taking pole here? Shen. Yeah? Mm. He was, again, quick in the tyres, <laughs> I think. And, and the car's quick. And, he's, of course, he's not got the weight on board to worry about so much, has he? No, he's down in 12th in the championship. So he'll be um, effectively weight-free. Yeah. Um, mind you, Sutton with weight it depends on how he's feeling on the day. Sometimes it looks like he's carrying a 10-ton truck behind him. Other days it looks like he's you know, actually... Floating. Yeah, yeah, floating. So, um, yourself, for pole, what do you reckon... Yeah, Shedden's difficult to look past, especially with no weight on board on the car. Um, could Rory Butcher pull out a stellar performance? He's only got about six kilos on, down in 10th in the championship. And then do we look at someone like Dan Robottom sitting 7th in the championship, who had such a good time out at Brands last last time? Or do you put a complete joker in the pack and say, do you think Jack Goff can do it? Or Ollie Jackson? I think Goff is more likely than Jackson. Yeah. I. I think it's going to be Shedden or Turkington for pole. But uh, Turkington's got a lot to prove this weekend. He really needs to. Uh, yeah, I don't think we can emphasise enough. He's only taken two podiums so far in nine races. Yeah, that's not Turkington standard. When you compare that, Sutton's got four in comparison. Ingram's got four in comparison. Sut- uh, Cook's got two in comparison. Hill's got three in comparison. This isn't the Colin Turkington we know. You know, he's got the same level of podiums as his teammate Oliphant. Yeah, yeah, he has to do something this weekend. Yeah, he certainly does. And also, let's be fair to Colin, when he has to do something, he generally does. Look at Sutton last year, where we'd written him out of the contention, said Sutton's going to walk away if they send Turkton, bam, 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 three podiums, I think it was, and two of those are wins. Yes, very much so. I, I still can't believe how he did that, but there I mean, we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When, when the chips are down, yeah. and he's got to change his racing style, he can do. So I think that's what's something to bear in mind that this weekend, that, you know, that said... <sighs> It's just so. It's, I, you're, you've you've hit the nail on the head. This will be a really competitive weekend, I think. Okay then. Do we move on to predictions now to see who we think will actually come out and uh, win a race or two or three this weekend? In a moment, because we've heard a lot from me, but not a lot from you. Oh, go on then. So, I mean, who do you expect to have a strong weekend this this weekend? Shedden needs to. Because of his poor performances that he's had so far. In the opening weekend, he had one fourth place. And in the last weekend, he had that second and then two non-scores. And I think if he really believes and, and wants to be challenging for any sort of title this year, he needs to go out and probably have three top five finishes this weekend. I think it's too late for him to challenge for a title. Because you look at it and think that yeah, he's yeah. had one, two, four non-points finishes. Yep. Can you realistically see Sutton... Ingram and Turks having four with the rounds left having four non-point finishes depends how punchy yeah shedding gets <laughs> yeah true enough true enough <laughs> um, but yeah certainly him and Turkington will be the ones to look out for as they've got points to prove this weekend uh, I think Oliphant will be looking to consolidate his performance from last time out and look to build on it um, I think if he can finish in the top what top seven for two out of the three races at least um, certainly scoring points in all of them again um, as you said Plato and Lloyd at PMR I'm not sure what to expect from them no I mean just looking back to when they were last well Plato was last in the championship in 2019 with Alton Park it was a a night for night for the retirement and I to be honest 
I can't see much improvement on that. Perhaps not a retirement, but the the, the trouble is, is Plato had a stellar weekend at Thruxton, opening round back. Yep. Snetterton was it might not turned up, and yep. Brands he gradually grew into, helped by that reverse grid in race three. Yeah, but that's fine. You've got to play that that game of you know. Well, it's a case of which J- Jason turns up. He's had four yeah. weeks off now. Does he go? Yeah, all right, we're ready for this. Did he get enough knowledge in tyre tests when there were? dry laps to be had because we saw that that preview video of the documentary they're looking to do and he was like there's no point going out in the wet is there because you don't learn anything and yes he's got a point but have they done enough setup work to go right let's hit the ground running and really take it to the other other challenges this weekend fundamentally i i have to say i think anything above sick for player or lloyd is an achievement at any track this year because i i just don't think that car's competitive yeah you know it's the oldest car on the grid I think Plato's already got more out of it than I expected by scoring a podium already this season. I but, don't. But yeah. we have been massively surprised by how well Dan Lloyd has raced in it. I, I can't believe he's that that far behind Jason in the championship. I know it's only, what, 11 points, but it's six positions behind him. But on the whole, he's raced much better than Plato. He has done, but, I mean, look at the point. I mean, okay, look, he's, he's got points eight times out of nine, which is phenomenal. Don't yep. get me wrong. And the other time, he was one, play, pl- one place away. Okay, fine. But... In there, you've got a 14th, a 12th, a 13th, and 11th. So you've only got, uh, quick maths, one, two, four top four tens. Top tens. Yeah. But again, I think that's impressive given the equipment he's got. I think that they're driving beyond their means in terms of what they've got beneath them. But I just can't see where, other than staying in contention for reverse grid, where they can pick up a top six finish. And I think any, if they do get any top sixes, that's an achievement in, in of itself. Yeah, very much so. Um Jake Hill and Ollie Jackson, obviously, we've already kind of mentioned. I think, again, we could have another strong weekend from Ollie. He'll be looking to bounce back from the poor one that he had at Brands. He was almost nowhere at Brands, wasn't he? Yeah. Didn't have any pace in the car or anything like that. And we know that Jake Hill has a history, shall we say, with this circuit. Yeah, he has no back Neil to get out of the car and threaten him this time around, though, so that's probably <laughs> um, in his favour. But he's probably learnt his lessons, and, and we know that he's shown some decent pace here yeah. before, and that car was excellent here last season. Um, so I think we're looking at probable a podium for him this weekend. Possibly. Possibly. I... I possibly <laughs> there's people I'd have above him put it that really, way really don't know what to expect this weekend um, what do you expect from um, two people we haven't talked about in great detail uh, Morgan and Chilton obviously in a BMW should on paper go well here but they've not quite got to grips with that car yet have they either, either of them I know Morgan took the win last time out but I mean Chilton is down in 21st in the championship with just 8 points on the board and Morgan is up in 11th. Yes, he took the win last time out. But 59 points. 51 more than Tom Chilton. A seasoned, seasoned pro. And yes, he's also looking at this other electric hybrid um, touring, car, yeah. touring car series with Hyundai. But I don't know. It just feels as if he's not really with it and he's not push into the limits that we know he can do. The only time I've ever seen a split season work is when Thompson was in the championship contest uh, and could have won that year. Could have won that year in the British touring cars but he had to miss a couple of rounds due to the world touring cars but that was the Neil one in the Integra and Thompson was so damn close and still in the running despite missing a lot of the rounds. I think had he focused on the touring cars that year he'd have taken his third crown but I mean that's the only time I've ever seen it work. You know 
last year when we had um, oh double barrel surname race for hard for a while Onslow Cole that's the one thank you <laughs> I mean he wasn't particularly at the races either doing other series at the same time I, yeah. to me it doesn't work it's always difficult to adapt from one car to another oh, yeah. and that, those two cars must be so different to each other massively as well so. massively um, so and this is a brand new car for Tom to learn he's never been in a rear wheel drive car in the championship before has he no no quick so, through no so it, it's going to be difficult for him and I think we kind of expect Morgan still to kick on from where he is now. Um, Podium th- this weekend? Not quite, I don't think. I think there are too many other drivers that will be um, competitive. I think if he could score in all three races, he would take that from this weekend. Yeah, due to the competitive nature, I think this is one that Sutton may just have to just bank points at. Yeah. Because I think there's going to be so much thick of action at the front. Don't get involved in anything silly. Concede if you have to concede. Don't do a Max and a Lewis. Yeah. Sensible, sensible yeah. drive. Yeah, there's, you, you've got tracks to come. The very next track where you go well out and not kill. You know, just bank the points here. Don't do anything stupid. If you have to concede fifth and finish sixth, sixth is still good points. Not kill is seriously a track that you could win all three at, isn't it? Yeah. Although Moffat will probably win one there as well. But yeah, I think. If we're looking at, is there a track for the rest of the season where somebody might take all three wins? It's Nocula at Silverstone, and it's yeah. probably Sutton at both. Yeah. Right. Anyway, you... shall we get into some predictions? Yeah, go on then. Let's right. go predictions. So, I think we've both got gone for three different race winners this we weekend, haven't we? We have gone three different race winners, yeah. Um, just because, as we say, it's so competitive. I don't think anyone will go out and dominate this weekend. Um, I still think Sutton will take a win. So do I. Um, along with Turkington basically Agreed. because he needs to Agreed. Um, and I th- fancy a good run from Jake Hill I think he might might snatch that race three maybe I'm going for Proctor I think reverse grid hang around the rest of the day yep. reverse grid little wait and go out and win the thir- third race I think that Sutton wins race one not that we're doing race one particularly yep. I think Sutton win- uh, sorry no, I think Turkington wins race one from and Hull. then from pole and then or from second then Sutton does his usual carving his way he'll finish 6th or 7th and then carve his way to the front of the field Take for race weight off the car yeah yeah, 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 weekend. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know the score yeah um, in terms of our overall predictions then I've gone quite bold this weekend mm-hmm. right so I'll give you all three of mine at once I think because they are all quite bold go on then Edwards will score points twice ooh twice twice okay yeah I think that the car's quick enough and yeah. I think this is a weekend where she can go really well I think that who she's racing in amongst, she's probably going to be better off this weekend. So Obviously, think... her best result this season was 15th at Snetterton in the final race. I could see two 15ths. Yeah. Uh, you see who, who she's racing with yeah, generally. Yeah. I think she's better than that car's better than what they've got this, and she's better. Uh, I think hard without score accelerate this weekend. So I think the four hard cars without score, the four accelerate That's cars. That's bold. It is bold, but all I need is off to sneak a podium that could do it I know but but when you've got Ingram up there looking to challenge the title only three points off the top he could quite easily outscore all of hard this weekend on his own you're right but then if you take it back who else at Accelerate is likely to score big points this weekend Smiley might bank a few Smiley had a decent weekend last time out didn't he 7th 7th and a 10th he might bank a bit of confidence yeah but equally, Aaron Taylor-Smith could could do that as well we've seen of the car it's improving all the time it's got speed and Aaron Taylor-Smith's improving all the time. I don't think that Hamilton or 
Mitchell will score points, to be honest with you. So I think I am relying massively on Goff getting two big results and yep. Taylor picking up uh, sorry, Taylor Smith picking up the other points, but we'll see. And then I think that either BMW or Dynamics will get a one two finish. Okay. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Um well mine uh one relates to Goff, um, which is again to score in all three races, like he has done in every round this season. Who's um, gonna crack first out of him and Sutton? Because only two drivers have done that now. Oh. Who's gonna crack first and to be fair to Lloyd, I, I he really, was one place away from being in that as well. But. I really hope it doesn't come down to reliability or yeah, me too. an accident or something like that. But I have a feeling that Sutton is more likely to drop it or get a puncher and have to or drop all a, the way to back to the field. Make a stupid move which yes. he doesn't need to make. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Although to be fair, he'll probably be on golf so they both go <laughs> Yeah. I'm taking you with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if I can't have it, nobody can. But um, I'd agree with you on that. I, th- I think Alton Park is pretty well known for the island hairpin and how many push-to-pass moves we normally see. So I'm going for more than two push-to-pass moves. So just to clarify, so we know how to score this later on, yes. are we doing penalised push-to-pass moves or we agree together that it's a push-to-pass? We agree together yeah, that, that it's a push-to-pass. That's fine. Yes, that's um, fine. because some of them can be contentious, um, but we will be... Well, trying to get a decent viewpoint. If not, we'll have to review the footage on Monday when we get home. Yeah. <laughs> um, and finally, I think Butcher will have a solid weekend this weekend and finish in the top ten in all three races. Um, something okay. that he's only done once this season at Snetterton, where he had a third, a fifth and a sixth. Well, I had a fourth, which obviously hasn't made the list, but I think somebody's going to get a time penalty this weekend for track limits as well. Okay. I'm not putting it on the list. That's just a, a bonus one for us all. But <laughs> this is where I think somebody will get track limit. Yeah, uh, plenty morning. of pressure, fan, then, yeah. pressure pads around Dalton Park, aren't they? Right, should we move on to the Jacksiers? Uh, we, we might as well just say it in unison because it's, and I think probably put that down for every race for the rest of the year, it's row bottom. I can't see past anybody else, can you? Yeah, it's very unlikely, isn't it? I think the only person that may even come close is Osborne in the focus. Um, but yeah, the, the Honda should be overly dominant against the focus this weekend yeah I'd agree with you right Harvey Bingo um, I've gone for my first one he'll mention cloud cover and possible rain so they'll be hoping that cloud doesn't get any darker because then the rain might start to fall um, I think that he will mention I, I'm going to slightly change mine he will either mention the Neil crash at Druids which I think was two either last year or the year before mm-hmm. um, where he um, I think he either had a pantry or a brake failure and went into the barrier backwards or the um, Neil and Shedden manoeuvre at the final corner um, where he took both of them out of the race yes. years and years ago now they were the white and um, white red, and red yeah. Civics yeah um, and that was for a race win wasn't it it was, it was one for two a one two yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my second one will be a cutback of the hairpin mm-hmm. it is famed for it, it the, the set out of the corner and the corners that follow that you get a nice cut back out of that hairpin it sets you up really nicely for the chicane at the bottom of the hill yep i've gone for he'll mention proctor in the tire test proctor will do something vaguely um exciting and harvey will go well of course he was fastest at the tire test you yeah. know it, it's it's yeah yep in, insert shed in there as well <laughs> yeah yeah and then my final one is that he will mention that turkton owes row bottom and one is he'll be, if he'll be inclined to give the place back to or to return the favor this year or something along those lines yeah and my final one will be he's going to mix up plato and lloyd this weekend um we normally have some sort of a mix up that he goes this is one driver and actually we go oh no that's not right is it tim um 
and he gets those those two mixed up this weekend, I think. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it this weekend. As we said, we're both going to be there. Um, it will be a very compact uh, calendar or race schedule, won't it? Yep. Um, running from 12 to about 6. So get ready, get belted in. It's going to be the first one with full capacity as well. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That'll be interesting to see how that all works. Obviously, no um, pit lane walkabout. There won't be for the rest of the season, but you will be able to possibly get round to the back of the pits and yeah, that's, into the paddock area. Yeah, that's been up to each sport to decide. So yes. I, I don't think we'll see it this weekend. I think we might see that as the year progresses, as more vaccinations go up. I'm yep. not sure we'll see that this weekend. But I'd expect a, a bigger merch village to the sort of size we saw at Brands Hatch because the one at Snetterton was pitiful, to be honest yep. with you. Um, we might see some people walking about with some freebies bits and pieces again but I'm not sure I think you're all about the freebies aren't you always (laughs) but yeah it's gonna be if nothing else it's gonna be great to see fans back and fans back in their numbers because the sport needs them yes most definitely Um, we hope you all enjoy the weekend and we will be back probably on Tuesday with a review podcast um, which will give us a little bit of time to catch up on all the races of the weekend and um, yeah if you see us come and say hello But remember to share, subscribe, and um, give us a five-star review. And we'll speak to you again. (laughs) And we'll speak to you again soon. All right, bye. Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcast for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast. And you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com. 